special guest. It's Matt, and he's been on a couple podcasts. If you've listened to our Game of Thrones, he was in a couple of those. And we just finished wa- finished watching the first episode of The Watchmen. Matt, what did you think? It was a lot to unpack. Were you uncomfortable? I was uncomfortable. Yeah, I think bit. all of us were. Uh, definitely an interesting first episode. Um, I don't know. Did you watch The Leftovers? Did you I, say? I, or I, parts of it? I did. Yeah, I watched. I went, and Anel got me to watch that a while back. Um, I watched the first season. Made me very uncomfortable. Panic attack. You know, spiral. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. So, but I do really like The Leftovers. Um, and I I like a lot of what he does. Um, so I I'm definitely interested to see where this goes. I think that's what the consensus is with a lot of people. They're like, hey, this is a really interesting first take. Not where we thought it was going to really go, but definitely feels like it's um living in the times right now in the political environment that we live in. I feel like if I'd read the comics, uh, I might have been a little bit more prepared. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just have like the shorthand that I know. Um, for those of you who didn't watch, um, if, if you watch the movie but you didn't read the comics, you're probably like, why are there so many squid references? Um, there's like a poster in the school. There's obviously the squid raining everywhere. There's like a squid siren. Um, there's a squid like truck. Yeah, squid cleanup truck. Um, basically what that is in reference to is, um, Dr. Manhattan, instead of having like an explosion that goes off that frames him, um, it's a big giant, like intergalactic, like squid monster. So, um, that's kind of what that's in reference to. Fake squid monster. Fake squid monster from the interdimensional alliance. That that somehow still keeps on going off weather system. (laughs) I know. I almost wonder like, is that something Dr. Manhattan's like? doing when i was watching it i was like i've heard of like you know weather patterns that like pull stuff pull water up and like (laughs) yeah deposit it elsewhere Uh, but yeah i was lost yeah 100 percent um i really do think though you know this first uh episode definitely you know we we said feeling uncomfortable you start on the um is it it was the race rights in um tulsa Mm -hmm. 1921 so um, I didn't know very much of this. I guess that's just me, you know, in my little bubble of, you know, American history. But um, yeah, pretty, pretty crazy that that happened. And I think that reenactment of it was pretty intense. I remember um, hearing about this. Um, also, I think Anil um, told me about that a while back. Oh, um, yeah. Um, and I And I immediately like <clears throat> Googled it while we were watching it because I was like, is that the thing that she was telling me about? And yeah, that was, that was pretty disturbing. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and to know that it's like actually real. Yeah. Yeah. So I think another interesting thing is like basically finding out, you know, this is a long time after the movie. So kind of finding out where we are, what is different in this, you know, because we basically have this branch off and it's from the Vietnam war essentially. Right. the main thing is that they're superheroes, right? Um, but one of the biggest things is, you know, we win the Vietnam War, like Nixon stays president for a while. You know, we have all the events of the movie that happen, but now we're in a completely different place. We're in the middle of the South, just much different than where we were previously. Um, and we kind of have what's kind of been brewing is this like white supremacy movement. Um, so the Seventh Sons, the group. Seventh Cavalry. Seventh Cavalry. Cavalry. And um, they basically have taken Rorschach's manifesto and like embraced it for themselves. I know. Um, what did you tell me earlier? I was frustrated because 
I really appreciated Rorschach's take on things mm-hmm. in the movie. You know, like he seemed more of like the speaking truth to power kind of yeah. kind of thing, and um, and so it bothered me that they they had taken it to that white supremacist thing. Yeah, um, corrupted that, that's, it. Yeah, that spin on it, and um. But I guess from a little, you know, you explained it, and then with a little bit more research, they kind of had a little bit. I guess David Lindelof, or however you yeah. say his name, uh, <laughs> that's the best pronunciation I'm going to get. Yeah, uh, said that they had kind of like um, altered or or didn't fully understand um, what he was, where he was coming from. Yeah, I mean, I. I took it and maybe this is like a little ridiculous, but you know how some people take the Bible in like a completely weird direction. Um, I kind of feel like it's a little bit of the same thing, you know? Um, one thing though that I'm curious about, and I know a lot of people have been talking about if people really know that or not is does everybody believe Rorschach's diary or is this like a fringe thing? Oh, I have no idea. I so really interesting that we are in this place now. Matt, there's a returning character. This is pretty much the only character that we've had that's like a de facto like returning character that we're like, oh, this is from the movie, even though we really haven't heard his name. And who is that? I don't know. Ozzy Mandis. Ozzy Mandis. <laughs> there's people have been saying well, it completely different ways. Well, but the thing is that I don't, I don't, I don't get that though. Like I kind of get it, but it's only been thirty years, right? He was no, like, it's been longer than that. It, has it? Has eighty to twenty twenty? Yeah, it was in forty years. Was it? it was it nineteen eighty or was it in the eighties? I don't. I don't know. But I, still, I mean, he was like, he was like tall and you know attractive. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, Jeremy Irons not like unattractive. It's just, yeah. um, I think maybe we're also looking at it from the movie perspective, and it's pretty clear that this is from the comics. Um, and uh, not reading the comics, I don't know. You know how old he's really supposed to be before um but yeah very interesting he's basically secluded and I'm, it's hard to tell if that's by his own choice if that's you know society actually believing rorschach's journal and being like okay well yeah there is this world peace but still that's pretty fucked up or if it's something where it's like he's just like oh i'm done with society like i'm i've saved society i'm above society i'm gonna live in my castle with my weird ass Fucking servants. Yeah, I was definitely weirded out. In that was she first sucking scene. his dick? <laughs> That's what I want to know. People. <clears throat> I, uh, it didn't seem like it. Uh, At first, but it, it did. kind of did. <laughs> first, it totally. I thought she was just done and was like cleaning up, and then she's just like massaging his legs. Yeah, I mean, it must not have been very good though. He's just like still typing away, you know. I know, writing his plays. <laughs> um. Yeah, very, uh, very interesting to see. But him. it all capped off when he handed him the horseshoe, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah the definitely, fuck? definitely some wires crossed in there, and that's why I'm thinking it's like a. Yeah, and we get this cake, and we can only assume this is the anniversary of like the the destruction of New York, either by a squid or if you're looking at the movies with this detonation, um, and so it's something where he seems a little like. He almost has no emotion this entire time that we see him, but then he kind of feels a little like eh, about it. Yeah, I mean, I maybe he feels a little dirty. What's weird is that I did not, uh, I did not put two and two together. I didn't think that that was who that was. Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, I don't know who this dude is. Well, they're just calling him master for like 
30 times. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So we have one of our um, main characters is uh, Sister Knight, and we're kind of following her around, and there's a lot of weirdness going on with her. And then we also have um, Chief Judge uh, Judd Crawford, um, and it's a really, really weird... Um, they have a weird relationship because in this future, essentially, I mean, just like we did have in Watchmen before, like superheroes are outlawed, but we almost have this weird kind of um, reversal where police, there's something that's referenced and it's basically um, Judd, Judd, Chief Judd, Chief Judd. That's Judd. Right. Um, there's something referenced and it was it called the White Knight. The, the massacre of all the police people. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So essentially, like, there's this one night where, hey, like, it's still these this gang of people um, that's now coming back. They're having a resurgence. It's been three years. They've been really quiet. But before that, they found out who all the police were, and they pretty much murdered a lot of them, it sounds like, if not a, almost all of them. Leading um, to the protocol where they're all And now they're all masked, and it's it's a little crazy, you know, and there's a lot of other things that are kind of interesting here. Um you know, in this universe, um, from what I've gathered, it, it sounds like reparations have been had. Obviously, we have that kid reiterations or whatever. Maybe they're called something different in this universe. But it sounds like, you know, African-American people were given reparations for slavery. Um, and a lot of people aren't taking that very kindly, especially here in the South. Um, but there's also seemingly some other things that have happened. So, like, police officers have to get permission before they can withdraw their gun. Like, yeah. So is that. You know, is, is it something where, like, all is are guns illegal? You know? Well, I mean... You would think if the police aren't even able to draw their weapon. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of things that's kind there's of... Like, a lot of there's a lot of social issues that are getting touched on in this show. Oh, which yeah. I It did make me uncomfortable, and it's like, man, I, I didn't really sit down to, like, watch a social commentary, but then at the same time, it's like, this is Watchmen. This mm-hmm. is this is kind of like oh totally what it's all about hundred percent yeah and it's all about these people being really um you know they're they're thinking one thing but they're not looking in at themselves and like where they're at at all right like um and when you compare that to like where it is now it's just really like it's interesting because you know it is it is different like basically if you take it at its basic level you're you're taking a lot of like those um minority relationships and you're flipping on them head on their head so like when we're in the oklahoma where they refer to it as like the black oklahoma you have almost no white people in there yeah and it turns out like okay it's probably you know all black production so that makes a little bit more sense but even though you're in the south like there's a very low percentage of white people and um that is kind of unusual you know for a lot of people and um in in this time in this universe it seems really normal there's a lot of people that are really well off, like, and it's seemingly from these reparations, like that one kid says in class. And, you know, what what else has evolved from that and how commonplace is this? Is this just because we're in the South, you know, I, just like it is today? It, it's super weird, though, because like there's and it's and she she's doing her little presentation and stuff talking about Vietnam being one of the states, also like, crazy. Yeah. And the food that she was eating and it's, like it's definitely not. I mean, it's there's some similarities that we're drawing to real life yeah um but you know there's little things like that where you're just like this is definitely not you know this is something completely different completely different um and i we were talking about this a little bit earlier but like i don't know what is going on with her family like she is i'm guessing this is her husband is this other black guy and all of her kids are like of mixed race 
Um, I think we might, might have narrowed it down. She said that she was shot during the White Knight or whatever it was called. So maybe she can't have kids, and so she's adopting. Um, but that's really interesting. And then it's seemingly like the secret, like no one can know, even if you are a member of the police, like only like your spouse can know, but your family can't know, and no one else can know. You have to make these excuses, you know. You die in basically the line of fire, and you have to lie about, you know, what happened to your dead husband if he does die. You like kind of weird like very completely opposite of what we do now because it's a, almost like we glorify that right now you know yeah i'm not sure <clears throat> i mean it i there's so much going on that it's i, I want to continue watching the show yeah 100 percent. but it's hard to know what to focus even i think i get what you're saying like there's this everything is so different you're like well why is this and what are we trying to say about this and it's almost like you just have to kind of sit back and like let's see a couple episodes. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. You know, the, and another kind of back part of this, too, is when the creator was talking about the show, I guess he's not opposed to making another season of this, but this is supposed to be a self-contained season. And I want to say it's like six or eight episodes. It's not a lot of episodes. So. Oh, really? Really? There's not a lot. Of... Yeah. But remember, he was saying that you can't like they didn't want him to review anything until after the sixth yeah. Until after six. Yeah. They, so a lot of the press was able to watch this, but they couldn't speak on it until they've actually like had reviewed a large portion of the series, which is kind of interesting. Obviously, that means that there's a big overarching story. Um, and there there have been mixed reactions to this first one. Like I, I really did like this um, first episode. Um, now, you know, a lot of that is just like I like these kind of shows. I think if it was just someone like walking in off the street, yeah, they might have a mixed reaction to it. Um, but I think that this is something that these creators do really well. HBO does really well. And like this episode was done extremely well. I didn't feel like it was a cheesy te- television knockoff series of the movie. If anything, I think it was almost more immersive and more believable. I, I you know, I it's set in this universe, but it's like it's so standalone and there's like, yeah. There's not super. There's not very many callbacks to the the movie. Yeah, is what it feels like. Um, but I was just looking online too. Is like the the cast, and uh, it does have Jeremy Irons on here as Ozymandias. Yeah, so they must have just updated that because I think that Ozymandias. was. Uh, I don't know. I still don't. I still don't <laughs> think that's the right way to pronounce it. But I mean, whatever. I don't pronounce anything right, so I'm just going to leave that for the audience to decide. Um, you know. So then we also have the dude's name is Red Scare. Yeah, man, I don't with the Russian the, dude. with the Russian accent. Yeah, I seriously, just thought that was kind of funny. So <clears throat> let's talk about this because this was kind of interesting too. So we have the Red Scare, and we have um, you know, uh, our main protagonist, Sister Knight, um, and they're kind of on this mission. Uh, Chief Judd's up in the owl, and they're kind of going and doing this bust on um, you know, this this insurgent right of these uh these guys hold up there. They look like they're making a bomb. The white first, supremacist, right? Rorschach, Rorschach, the seventh, seventh cavalry, yep. but they, uh, the lettuce, the lettuce, <laughs> the lettuce throwers. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's, let's go back to that actually. So we have this opening scene, right? Where this police officer, you know, and you're very much meant to feel like, I feel like this is like flipping a role reverse role it on like was, what yeah. a, you know, a, a, a African-American person in the deep South might feel when they're getting pulled over, you know? Um, but then 
it's a it's a little weird and then he does shoot him <laughs> to yeah. death with a crazy gun but is he really just, just a, hauling I lettuce just a uzi he's a mac 10 but is he really hauling lettuce i mean he is hauling I mean, he lettuce did, he but was yeah was there something else in there well like, i mean it could have been more of those synthetic lithium ion batteries that are making everybody yeah, sick everyone die um yeah, so then I guess that's what it comes down to, too, is, like, what's with the batteries? I don't really... Is this... Are we thinking, like, WMD of, like... Oh, we talk about this. I'm going to take my watch off. Carcinogens? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, they knew. Um, yeah. Oh. yeah, very, very weird. And, you know, also, there's a lot of stuff that's missing from this. So if you notice, like, they're all using pagers. We haven't seen a single cell phone. Like, oh, that's not a thing. Um, I didn't catch that. I don't see like iPhones. I don't see laptops anywhere. Like there's screens, like, but I don't see computers. Like it's almost like that industrial, like technological revolution never happened. Hmm. It's really weird. And then another thing that's really odd too. Well, is I mean, like, all of these, you know, I mean, that is unfortunately a big uh, pusher of of technological progress is war. war. Oh, 100%. And if, and if they've kind of done away with war since... Yeah. Well, and, thing, like, also the space the race. squid attack. Right? Do, like, did that happen? Like, because that's right. where a lot of technological advance came to. So, I mean, it's really interesting. But um, another, like, odd thing is we have this owl vehicle, right? And it's not the same one. And we're kind of made to believe that, like, there's multiple of them. Because they're not like, oh, my God, it's the only one and it crashed. But it's kind of like, really? <laughs> They're like the best design is an owl. Yeah, this, it's basically a rock. Yeah, like, and it only has a flamethrower. <laughs> that you'd get this close. Like, yeah, like interesting, but okay. And I mean, they're so they're so worried about like the one dude. Uh, you know, we want to get we want to get somebody to talk. We want to be able to interrogate somebody. Cyanide pill. Let's just yeah. let's just flamethrow this. <laughs> Seriously, this. Plane. I mean, it's like a these planes aren't made out of. I mean, very, I, well, and very, did you, very lightweight. They're most. I mean, the most of the weight on that plane's gasoline. Well, and <laughs> you know, honestly, the other thing that kind of surprised me too is like, I mean, we live in Alaska, so we are very used to a lot of people having planes. So maybe that's just like Alaska privilege in us. But like, they're like, he's got a plane. I'm like, yeah, that's like a crop dust. No, they didn't say he has a plane. He has a fucking he plane. plane. <laughs> got a fucking plane. Like, it's like, um, yeah, that's like, it's like. Nee! Yeah, but, yeah, but well, I mean, that was that that plane's no joke though either. That's, that's a yeah, it's a, plane. I mean, it legit flies. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> legit flies. Like they do have a hovering owl. <laughs> like yeah, you know. Well, and I don't know. I I I I'm the kind of person that like tries to look into all the different symbolism of everything too. So, you know, she's drinking out of an owl mug. Yeah, in his office. Um, not that that really has anything to do with anything, but yeah, totally. So let's uh, we're on the fact of Chief Judd. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this. I mean, we we have this guy, definitely a complex character. Honestly, is he the guy that did like the uh, most wanted? I don't, getting... I don't think so. Not the same guy. No, not the guy that has like daughter murder and then like starting that was like America's Most Wanted. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah, but I could like... be wrong. Maybe he is. I know he's famous. His name is John Don Johnson. Um, I know he's an actor and a lot of other stuff. Um, complex character, right? 
I don't know about you, but I was not thinking he was going to die in that. I thought I was definitely going to see him in a couple more episodes. <clears throat> um, well, I didn't think that he was going to die until the spike strip. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, shit's going down. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, so complex character. What I mean by that is, like, you know, he has this relationship with um this lady that is Sister Knight, and she essentially. I get like there's a little something more than just like a professional relationship, but maybe they've just been together for a long time. Yeah. Um, he's definitely doing things that are a little bit outside of the bounds of like what should be done. You can tell like they're pushing this vote to like use firearms and it seems like it's a little bit too soon. Um, and I don't think they're all very afraid of for their lives like it's supposed to be. But like, I mean, hey, I get it. I just think he didn't want a repeat of, of what happened. I think that maybe totally. there's. I think that their history is that, you know, I I think that he was, with all of his flaws, I think that he was kind of a good guy. Um, so this is what's so this is what I'm getting at though. So then we have him, you know, he's going to these plays. He's like more like a political figure figure than he is even like a like what you would think of as a traditional chief of police like now, right? Well, I mean, they are much more elevated yeah i mean it, it does make sense so then also though he's like doing coke at like this family dinner mm-hmm. like just like kind of like ridiculous his wife knows about that and then he at the towards the end when he's gonna go and he gets in his truck right and he gets the spikes he's like oh yeah i'm gonna go i'll have someone drive me i'm gonna go to the hospital but it's like it almost seems like he's about to do something when i first saw that i thought he was gonna go and kill that guy i thought maybe he was playing both sides we have that little scene, and it's like him as a young kid. His dad also as a sheriff, I would guess. I kind of yeah. There that. was that picture, and I was like, "Who?" I, I felt like maybe there was like some kind of tie-in. Yeah, I, I'm not something. sure. And then and then he's just dead. So I thought maybe it was going to be more like he was captured, something blah blah blah. But he's hung, right? Hung from the tree. He has no shoe on the left hand side. I wasn't looking at his. <laughs> Oh, I was. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Uh, but yeah, he's missing his shoe. And then we have our wheelchair dude. And this wheelchair dude is a call back to the very first scene that we see in Tulsa. And he's the kid. He has a piece of paper that says, you know, watch over this boy who uh, picked up the little, I think it's a little girl, but little baby. I'm not sure if it was a girl or a boy. Um, and now he's 105 or 100. You, you memorized the numbers, I think, earlier. You were like. Well, it's 2019 is when this takes place. Yeah. And, uh, that, yeah, I did the math. He would have been seven years old okay, or roughly. Yeah. And so how old is he now though? A hundred and 105. He said that though. Yeah. I was trying to remember. I can't have numbers. Um, so he's 105 and it's like, so he obviously did not lift up this black don't crack. I mean, she was like, you're 90 and he's like, I'm 105. Yeah. But also in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> so probably not going to be able to do that. Also, how did he get up on that? Hill? Yes. But that was, remember I even commented like while we were watching, I was like, do you think I can lift 200 pounds? Yeah. Like he had, he was planning this stuff out. And that's my point is like, maybe Sheriff Judd was playing both sides. I mean, <clears throat> if, if it's anything like the leftovers, there's going to be a bunch of foreshadowing. There's going to be a bunch of stuff where yeah. it's like, after you watch episode 80, you go back and you're you like, go back. Oh and you're my like, God. They seeded everything. Yeah. It's all in here. Totally. Totally. So, I mean, yeah. I wasn't, uh, to be perfectly honest, I wasn't like overly excited about the show. 
I, well, I was. I like Watchmen. Yeah. And I like I like HBO. I think I just didn't know. really know where it was going. I well, still don't know where it's going. Yeah. But I have um, better idea. I'm more that. excited about the show now. Yeah. A hundred percent. Than before watching it, which I think is a testament to, you know, the the art of the show and and what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's obviously they they asked a lot more questions than they answered, and that's part of where the cliffhanger kind of feeling comes from. But yeah. Um, yeah. All in all, I was, I just found myself like the level of uncomfortable, uncomfortable feeling that I had uh, in the beginning kind of died away and it just, and it just all just was curiosity. Mm-hmm. I just remember sitting there like, what is going on? Yeah. I want to see more. Well, I'm like, honestly, some of it's pretty badass. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Not for you. I'm a little bit of a gun nut, so certain scenes frustrated me. Yeah, but I still thought like, um, like her character, like everything she did, I thought was really cool and like interesting. Like, I felt like every time it was kind of dragging a little bit, we had a little bit of we're gonna go and fucking do this. Like, um, and she's unpredictable, mm-hmm. which I really like. Um, I thought that made it interesting. Um. But yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see where we go. Speaking of kind of the ending, you know, right after the ending, we always have the HBO like, oh, what's happening in the next one? Like, it's kind of like a, you know, Game of Thrones trope now. Um, but it looks like they kind of just skipped the next episode. And they just did what's coming in the rest of the season. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of a good idea, though. Totally. And like we had said, you know, they're wanting press to not say anything until they watch all these. So it makes sense. They kind of tease a little bit of it. But um, definitely more than what we've had from the trailers. It looks like we were we are going to have Doctor Manhattan actually coming and being on an episode at, at least, least his finger, bit. <laughs> girl. <Yeah. laughs> um, you know we're, we're going to have that. Uh, Ozzy Mandis is obviously up to his next thing. You know, and from what I got for that little short second, it was just like maybe he's not. Um, he's like, oh, I saved the world, you know, from utter destruction, but maybe he wants to save everyone from themselves too, a little bit. Um, maybe give everyone something to focus on to where they're meaningful, their meaningless lives have meaning. Um, we have definitely, you know, this, this whole cult of Rorschach is going to be a huge playing point. And maybe even, um, there's an, an Asian character and I, I don't know who she was. I don't think we saw her at all during this episode. It's a lot of save mankind stuff. It seems like there's like multiple people trying to like set up huge catastrophe things to maybe redirect the way that humanity is going yeah um so that's really interesting and i'm wondering if you know the other thing they they really prefaced a lot is you know dr manhattan is just on mars like building things and tearing them down building things and tearing them down it's like if you were a super being right and you're completely disconnected from humanity but like what really like i mean this has been a long time this has been since the the 80s right he's been I don't think it's, I I mean, I get where you're saying he's disconnected from humanity, but I think that it's not that he's disconnected from humanity. I think he's disconnected from emotion. Yeah. But he also is disconnected from the human experience, right? Like he kind of, yeah. But I mean, he still remembers it. And this is from the movie. So like, maybe this isn't exactly like this in the comics, but I just remember him just being like, Oh, like I I'm with you and I can see everything that's going to happen and then how you're going to fall out of love with me and you're going to die and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, it's almost meaningless to him. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of why he initially goes to Mars, but it's not though too, because like he 
made the decision to be, at least in the movie, right? Yeah. He becomes the culprit. Yeah. Like he becomes the scapegoat yeah. for, so he takes the hit so that humanity will yeah. not be so fighting he does, anymore. He does have some semblance of connection to it. Right. I think that yeah. he still recognizes good. I think that he still yeah. recognizes, I mean, it's the ends justify the means in his, in his opinion. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. I I get I feel like there's some other commentaries that are going on under the radar and I think one of them is this whole vigilante um avenue that the law enforcement's going down. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a scary road, you know. Oh yeah, totally. You got you've got somebody that's being like beaten bloody, interrogated. Yeah, he's I mean, oh, well, actually, that wasn't the, the that wasn't the cop killer guy, but yeah, um, you know, like there's definitely bad things going on on both sides, hundred so. percent. Yeah, yeah, it's almost you know, and it's an uncomfortable feeling to feel this way, right? Because you're not identifying with these white supremacists, but you're kind of like, yeah, but you know, like honestly, if you had a bunch of police doing this i can understand that which is then commentary on like our situation nowadays like yeah i can understand like being fearful of police like the gestapo or something like that um you know speaking of that what did you think about this cool pod room and i don't have any idea like i thought it was i would have i would have cracked i would have cracked five seconds well and then i'm like i don't even know what you're asking me but sure yeah right uh looking glass too like that's the mask I want. <laughs> right? I don't yeah. know if you can see out of that, but like <laughs> I want it. Like I feel like I feel like you could. And he's like polishing it it's with like, like a, a cost it's like microfiber a, it's like right a before he goes in. One way mirror or like a two way mirror. What else? Two way mirror? Two way mirror. Yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah. He's polishing yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's a definitely a it is definitely a creepy but then and then just like the cinematic like the cinematography, like so the, good. the aspect of that was was and then you know, like I'm, I'm watching it. And I'm like, where's the camera? Can't they like they took the camera right. out? And but it, it does. It looks, it's so beautiful. Like cinematography, so beautiful. But yet the camera's not there. But it also looks so realistic. But yet it's so fantastical. Like you have, you know, all it's these like some clockwork, clockwork orange like kind of thing going it's on. Crazy. Like, I mean, you saw like there's you know. The parts of like it, it's flashing when it's on the face and you can actually see kind of it is making these different Rorschach patterns on the face and like you have like the Nazi flag then the American flag and there's just so many things and um, you can see the guy's pupils dilating and it's just crazy yeah but I was like okay you're you're literally changing from like light to dark to light to, probably gonna do like, that to your eyes yeah yeah, yeah totally I'm not, I mean the looking glass I don't know what he does it's like a human lie detector maybe I mean maybe that's just what he has been trained also why is the pod in like some warehouse is this because it's easy to beat people up and were they waterboarding him at the end is that what she did or did he just piss himself blood a lot of piss was it piss or blood i mean it was with some blood in it or water with some blood in it who knows it was definitely blood and how did she what would she say uh it's like a farm or something like that she's like the cattle the cattle farm no cattle ranch she's like yeah it's the cattle ranch it's like he oh, he, he, he spilled, anything. he spilled, he spilled it. No, he said something. Did he? Oh, I didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, but I don't think that you were meant to understand what, what he, was he saying. actually said. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's definitely um intense. Like you said, you know, do the ends justify the means? We have that commentary from, you know, what happened before. Um, we have that kind of going on now with the, the police. It's like, you know, obviously you watch the intro with Tulsa. That's wrong. We all know that, right? That's horrible. Yes. It would be a horrible. I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind of, I think it's cool. That's probably not the right thing to say, but I'm glad, I suppose, that there's more light being shed on that kind of thing because. Yeah, I had no idea and I feel yeah. like such an ignorant douche you know yeah um but i think it's one of those things where like we see this right and it almost just it just makes you so angry it makes you want to like go and get fucking justice right and then we have these white vigilantes and you're like oh i can put my anger onto these people as the audience right so yeah get them but then you almost have this pendulum switch where it's like this police brutality that's just fucking kind of crazy and it almost makes you feel like oh like all of this extremism is just so gross, you know? Yeah. And, but I think that's, but it's I think the only that's way to get stuff it, done. Well, and I think that's just the natural tendency is it, it yeah. like you said, it's a pendulum swing. It, yeah. it goes, it goes one direction until it can't go that direction anymore. And then mm-hmm. it starts moving back. And, and when you don't have war going around the world, like you have civil unrest and civil war, like, right. I mean, that's just the way it works. I am interested though, to see, you know, once again, I feel like we're very much zoomed in on this, on this area. Are we in Tulsa? I think so. So, um, is this a countrywide thing? You know, is this much bigger? Is this, you know, almost like the yesteryear of like the civil rights movement? Is this kind of akin to that? Or is this like more of a very isolated Oh yeah. Cause like, yeah, I wonder how the, uh, I wonder how the alternate, reality affected the civil rights movement because the civil rights movement well, came they, around was, was well, happening during well yeah right? but i'm just saying like you know we they we to, are they altering thought, history yeah. from the 60s yeah moving forward you know with vietnam and everything totally. like that which which i didn't even catch when the when they were at the dinner table and the little girls were reciting like the, the, president's, the presidencies they, they like went from two. nixon to yeah. then like one more yeah uh, which is the current president. Yep. Um, I kind of, d- I didn't put two and two together in that moment, but yeah. 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 I think someone had told me this before when they were reviewing it um, or when someone was reviewing it, someone read it and had talked about how like interesting this was going to be. Um, and boy, I was definitely okay. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of stuff that's changed. Um, you know, squid monsters, only a couple presidents, no cell phones. Um, yeah, <laughs> a little bit different reparations. Like, yeah, I did. I did the the buzzing in the weapons thing. Yeah, was I don't know why, but it gave me like a Judge Dread kind of like vibe. Yeah, oddly, I can see that. Totally. But, but then I don't want. And yeah, what's Panda's deal? Like he just. I don't know, but that costume was he gross too. <laughs> needs to wash it it's like a furry i don't know is that like the they have every police department has to have one man ready for to call justice and his name is panda like i don't know and then yeah and then it's weird too like you had that separation of red um, scare eating donuts without taking his thing off seriously gross i bet that all smells so nasty (laughs) like have you ever wore a halloween costume like more than once with a mask, for sure. and you're like, oh, this smells gross. 
yeah not good um but you have this also the separation too like we're in this area where you know it's like almost like your underground fight club and then you go in and it's like the um you know this cult of rorschach basically they have this video and they're like oh you you're gonna get what you deserve blah 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 and then she walks in and it's like half of it is like regular uniformed police officers with the red or the red the yellow um kind of face mask and the other they all look like superheroes kind of um and it's like is there a what what do you think the difference is between them as far as like are they getting paid different is it a seniority thing is it something where they actually have different abilities that is lending them to this is this something you know what were you thinking well i don't know that's weird because in the movie you do have kind of like it's not necessarily like they don't have powers yeah. right but that's what they I mean, do like have like special. They have like yeah. specializations, kind yeah. of, um, and so I don't know, like you know, because this is a long time. You know, is there like an academy that these people are going to? You know, well, and it's like it's such a. I mean, they have quirks. <laughs> God, yeah, seriously, that's the next podcast. Um, this is what I don't exactly get is just. I don't know. It, it's very, very interesting. Like there, you know, nowadays it's such a glorified thing to be a police officer, right? If you were with anyone and bringing them home and you found out that their, their extended family, it was a long line of either, you know, people that were firemen or a police chiefs. Like that's a distinguished thing that they're known as heroes. And like in this universe, it, that's like shoved on the rug. Like you don't talk about that. You don't know about that. It sounds like even after they die, they're not talking about it unless you make it up to the, like this chili in Chalice police, this chief of police um, where you can go out and do plays and you have your badge on and everything. And everybody knows that. Um, so it's just kind of weird. Like, you know, what is the impetus for this? Is it kind of like the military where there's kind of like a draft for some of them where it's like, Hey, we need this many police officers. We kind of find you and do it. Some of them seem like they're just grunts. Like, yeah, you would like, think I don't that, even like the, do this. the paycheck must be pretty good. Well, Enough to have a secret business where you have a crazy cipher lock and go in and call your stuff? Yeah. I don't know. I do not know. Well, that's all I had for it. Did you have anything else that popped up in your brain in the last little bit? Not really. Okay. Well there's actually there's a lot, but not <laughs> constantly speaking. Yeah, nothing yeah. that's gonna nothing that's gonna be answered or or, or lead us to hundred percent. Same thing. Yeah, um, I thought overall really good episode. Um, you know, definitely I think there could have been a little bit more maybe to like. I think a lot of people are saying like, where's the actual like hook in? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we start Watchmen and we have that murder that really gets you hooked in, and you're like, okay, well, ha- what happens with this? I'm definitely curious. Like, I'm like, oh, I hate, I have all these little threads that I'm like, I want to know, but I don't have one thing that's like, hey, this is what's driving me to watch the next one. It's a whole bunch of little things. It's yeah, I want to. I want to know mystery. who the. I want to know who the kid is. I want to know who the the other kid is, the baby, in the <laughs> yeah. in the flag. I know, isn't that surprising? That's like kind of like the thing that I'm like most curious about. Is like how is that all connected? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like okay, I'm 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 glad that there's now more and more of an awareness of a, of a really disturbing event that happened in our history. Yeah, but let's tie that to what the hell's going on? This 105 year old dude in a wheelchair. Yeah. Who's hanging people? Who's hanging people? Because he can lift two hundred pounds while he's in a weird wheelchair. Seriously. Also, I got totally side 
side comment, but like yeah. how not only that, but like the number of times that rope was wrapped around the tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It yeah. Doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. It wasn't he wasn't using pulleys. Is all I'm getting at, I no. guess. I like I said before, how the fuck he even get out there? He Uber over there? Because there ain't no smartphone. <laughs> like Oh, sir, where you wanna He'd go? He wheeled oh, himself up. You know up this uphill. big old hanging tree? <laughs> yeah, push me Man. right up there. If he if he but he if he can lift two hundred pounds though, then he's easily wheeling himself up there. There has to be I feel like there has to be something where, you know, I do think Chief Judd was maybe a little dirty. And maybe there is a even subvert culture of, you know, a bunch of African-Americans or maybe some people that are just like not for that cult that are like, you know what? Fuck you. We're going down. We're doing what the police can't and the justice system can't. And maybe he's the head of that. Yeah. Maybe he founded that because he witnessed all of this stuff. And maybe he looks at her and he's like, you know, you still have. You're playing their games. Or yeah, something. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Like you still have some good in you. Yeah. I can see that. Um, so. I know I'm excited for the next episode. Definitely a lot more than I was when I started. I think you're the same way. Um, So it should be really interesting. I hope you guys really liked it too. Um, Next week, we are going to have another podcast. We are going to try to have the podcast out um, as soon as possible after that. Um, Usually we'll try to film it, uh, go ahead and edit it, and then upload it as soon as possible, depending on if work lets me do that. There's anything else going on. If I'm just like, what is going on in this episode? I need to think about it for a couple of seconds, maybe rewatch it. So we will definitely get those out as soon as possible. Make sure you are subscribed. That's the best way to get in touch and see that we have posted something new. Obviously you kind of know it's going to be coming out, but you'll know exactly when it comes out and it will be right on your phone. Uh, if you want to go onto Spotify, if you want to do iTunes or Apple podcasts, or if you want to watch on Google play, and we are even going to be trying YouTube. You should be able to get the podcast and make sure to subscribe to our other podcasts like HBO Game of Thrones. And we might have something coming up with Disney Plus, maybe with uh, yours truly and Maddie B for The Mandalorian. So I'm um, very excited about that. So just make sure you are subscribed and staying tuned. And we will see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.